You had a gun, didn't you? Yes, you did. You did. You had a gun. I saw it. Hey, you're the guy. You're the guy, are you? Okay, Carlton. What, are you pulling a gun on me? I'm not afraid of you. Just calm down, all right? You think you can take me? I'm Santa Claus. Ah! Ah! Welcome to Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. I'm your host, Eric, and across from me is Arwen. You can follow us on Twitter at FuntimeMovies1. That is Funtime Movies and the number one. Also, you can follow us on Facebook. We are Happy Fun Time Movie Hour on Facebook. Subscribe to us on Stitcher. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Podcasts. And uh, we're on SoundCloud, but I don't think that's subscription, is it? No. Okay, I don't We're know. also on Spotify. Oh, yeah, and we're also on Spotify now. <laughs> I always forget that one. Have you seen any uh, movie trailers this week at all? I don't think I've seen anything new. I'm trying to think. Not really. Nothing good, anyway. Um, I know that next week we're going to go see Into the Spider-Verse, and I'll give a 15 second review of that movie once we see it and that, that'll come out in the new year so uh this should be our christmas episode right yeah okay so since this is our christmas episode we're gonna find a hidden gem and it is called the ref what did you think about the ref i enjoy this movie yeah we we saw this movie a long time ago uh probably around the time it was made um yeah, it's been years. I think I've only seen it maybe twice before yeah. this. I am a Dennis Leary fan, and Dennis Leary is all throughout this film. Yes. I liked his stand-up back in the day. I still like his stand-up now. Um, it's a little dated now, but it was totally 90s alt-comedy kind of deal. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I believe that his era of comedy, it kind of brought out what comedy is today. Okay. He's probably one of those Boston comics that, remember back in the old days, they were all from Boston for some reason. Okay, so uh, the movie that we're going to be discussing is called The Ref. And we saw this on Cinemax. I'm sure you can rent it. I saw you could rent it on YouTube and probably Vudu, Amazon, Amazon, anywhere where you can rent films. Uh, You can rent this movie. Um, But we saw it on Cinemax. It is an hour and 40 minutes. It is rated R. And it was made in 1994, the year after I graduated high school. (laughs) And it's directed by Ted Demme. The screenplay, and I didn't write down who the screenplay is by, like, who wrote the screenplay. But he also wrote the screenplay to The Fisher King. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. And The Fisher King is probably one of my top five. Oh, it's really um, good. Favorite movies. So, Did I see Jerry Bruckheimer's name attached to this? I don't think so. I hope not. All right, she's going to check. There so, was somebody on there. Let me let me go through the list of people in this movie because it's extensive and I don't want to leave anybody out. That's not true. I want to leave a lot of people out. I'm just going <laughs> to talk about the top few. So we have Dennis Leary and he plays Gus. Gus is a criminal. <laughs> Jerry Bruckheimer is part of the production team. Okay, so Jerry Bruckheimer was part of this. Um, Gus is a cat burglar. 
right? Yeah. Okay. He he wasn't very good in this as a cat burglar in this movie. I disagree. I think he's a great cat burglar. <laughs> he's just a little greedy. Yeah. Um, Judy Davis is in this film, and I really don't recognize her from anything. She's in... Uh, she was in Barton Fink. She's in Barton Fink. She's in The Naked Lunch. Oh, she was in Feud. That's right. Yeah. And uh, so we got that going on for us. Uh, we have Kevin Spacey. He plays Lloyd. Robert J. Steinmiller Jr. Mm-hmm. And the only other film that I think anybody else has seen him in is Rudy. Really? Yeah. Because everything else was B-movie. He did. He does uh, music now, I guess. Wasn't Rudy done in the 80s? I don't know. Let's look. He was born in 78. He was on a. He was in a movie called Bingo. He was in Jack the Bear a year before this. Uh, and no, uh, he plays 13-year-old Pete in Rudy, and that was filmed in 1993. Oh. We also have uh, Glennis Johns. You know her, right? She played the mother. Oh, yeah. She's uh, Sheldon's mother, right? No. She plays the oh, mother. Oh, the older mother. Yes. Sorry. No. I didn't uh, write any of these people down besides well, the top three. But mother, she is very yeah. famous. Mother Rose is most famous as Mrs. Banks in Mary Poppins. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I didn't put that together. Me either. I, I was like, she looks so familiar. Uh-huh. Let me look on IMDb. <laughs> so we have Raymond J. Barry. Uh, he plays Huff. He's like the cop. Okay. He's been in a lot of stuff. Falling Down, Walk Hard. Yeah, Just Married. What's that one guy that would, that's in all the commercials? The J.K. Simmons. Yeah, he's in this, right? Yeah, yeah, he's in this movie. This is his first film. Was this it? This is his film debut. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, Richard Bright is in this movie. He plays that effing waste of space Murray. <laughs> he's, he was in uh, at least two of the Godfather movies. Okay. As Al Neri. <gasps> He's Neri. Yeah. Okay. Um, He was in Hair. I haven't seen Hair yeah, yet. Yeah, we're going to watch Hair soon. Uh, The Sopranos, Law and Order, Oz. I mean, the dude has been around. So, mm-hmm. like, he's kind of like a good star. Uh, Christine uh, Baranski is Sheldon's mother, or Leonard's That's mother from Big name. Bang Theory. That's right. Uh, she was so, also in Mamma Mia. Yeah. Adam LeFevre. LeFevre? LeFevre. That sounds right. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, he plays, he plays, you know, the brother. Oh, the brother. Okay. He was in Fool's Gold, The Manchurian Candidate, The Bounty Hunter. Then we had John and Mary. They were the kids, I think. The Goofy Cops, uh, the two main ones. John Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Uh, Steve and Phil. Uh, Steve was played by John Skurdy. S-C-U-R-T-I. He was on Rescue Me, uh, as mm-hmm. it was Dennis Leary. Mm-hmm. Bull, uh, The Good Cop, I think the Rise, only thing that I would recognize him from Blue was Bloods, uh, Rescue Me. Deadbeat, Sirens. So, so he's, he's been cop. he's been a cop probably, probably in everything I've ever seen him in. Then Jim Turner plays Phil, and Phil's been in, like, Meet Dave, Joe's Apartment. He was, uh... He was in the Lost Boys as a bit part. Really? Uh, yeah. Mad Families, Danny, Criminal Minds, Flaked. 
Uh, so he's been around, and he kind of looks weird. I mean, he's a weird-looking guy. So, yeah, that that's basically the main cast. And I'm trying to figure out who the uh, Santa Claus was. I can't remember his name. <laughs> Do you remember what his name uh-uh. was? But there was a drunk Santa Claus in this movie, and he was hilarious. Uh, Bill Raymond was drunk Santa. Okay. Well, what had Bill Raymond been in? He was a microbiologist in 12 Monkeys. Okay. So, that's interesting, because I don't remember him. Uh, Lincoln, Michael Clayton, Summer Sam. Okay, so he's been Bull. around, and he's been in some good movies. Uh, but oh, I... he's in Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. Oh, Okay. He just listed his actor, so not sure yeah. what he is, but that show's hilarious. Um, but yeah, I just saw here that Vincent Pastore is in this movie. He okay. was uh, Big Pussy oh, yeah. in The Sopranos. Okay. And uh, he played a state trooper. So there you go. Interesting. Yeah, I was I was like looking through here. And uh, yeah, B.D. Wong is uncredited. Is he really? Yeah. He plays Dr. Wong. Yeah, he like, plays Dr. Original. Wong. Like, how original? Yeah, but later, Dennis Leary plays Dr. Wong as well. Which is funny. But B.D. Wong, if you don't know who he is, is the evil scientist in Jurassic Park. Yep. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we got that all down. The opening scene is like Norman Rockwell's Christmas, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There's people wandering the streets. It's snowing. It's beautiful. Uh, the Christmas windows, you know, people are like rushing up to the windows, looking at all the cool things in the window displays. And we get that sense of like, this is a perfect town, right? Yeah. Um, picturesque, but it pans up and it says, uh, Dr. Wong, marriage, uh, marriage counselor. counselor, uh, up against a window. I don't know why the window plaque would do that. Cause I've never gone to a town where a window plaque is on a second floor. No. And it says, here's the marriage counselor. No. Or, uh, I don't know. It, it was odd. Yeah. Power of attorney right up here. <laughs> you know, something like that. And we've lived in small towns. Yeah. So we meet Lloyd and his wife. Uh, what's her name? Caroline. That's right. So we meet Lloyd and Caroline at this point. They seem to be having marital troubles, right? Well, they are in marriage counseling. Yeah. And, uh. Every time the conversation gets a little heated up, the psychiatrist, the counselor, mm-hmm. he hits a bell. Bing. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's where we come with the idea that he's a referee. Yes. He's not picking sides. He is controlling an argument. Right. So we got that going for us right there, buddies. So there's really not much to say about this scene except that they have a seething hatred for each other. Yes, we find out that she had had an affair. Yeah, she had an affair. And she is also angry about living under the mother-in-law's control. Exactly. And I totally get that. I totally get that as well. Well, I think we find out later, you know, it's kind of like the mother kind of controls everybody. Yeah. And I've seen families where the matriarch or the family is the one who dictates everybody's life. Right. That's the last we see of B.D. Wong. I mean, we yeah. don't see him yeah, we ever don't see again. Him again. Um, but we do a quick cut over to Dennis Leary, uh, Gus. His getaway driver, Murray, is chain smoking in the uh, driveway of this huge house. And I forget the name of the people, uh, but they're probably like the richest people in town. Oh, yeah. 
They definitely. clearly own everything. He opens his safe with absolute skill, right? Mm-hmm. It's beautiful the way he does it. Boom, 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 done. Open the safe. He obviously forgot something, though. Well, yeah, it was booby-trapped. Uh-huh. And uh, you hear a cat meow and a little spray nozzle sprays cat piss in his face. <laughs> and he's wearing a ski mask at this point. Uh-huh. And, and we were watching this with our son, and uh, Dennis Laird takes the mask off, and he starts, like, licking his lips and hands, and he's, like, going, cat piss. And our son's like, why would he lick his mouth? <laughs> Which is a very valid question. Why would you lick your mouth? So, he's taking the jewelry out, you know. He might as well just get what he can, right? Yeah. He, and, he's already uh, got it open. Yeah. So, he takes all the stuff out, and he sees a ring in the back. Big old diamond. What happens? Another booby trap. Another booby trap. What What kind? Uh, it, it's attached to a string, which opens a trap door, and then he just falls right he through. He just falls right through to the basement this, onto a pool table. Yeah, this is all Looney Tunes, like yeah. Home Alone kind of booby trapping. Yeah, <laughs> and it's kind of funny. And then there's this big Rottweiler. Oh, there. yeah. The first thing he does is he throws a, uh, a billiard a ball, ball at mm-hmm. him, and he just eats it. He's like, crunch, crunch, yeah. crunch. What kind of dog is this? <laughs> you know? So the burglary, obviously, it wasn't a total failure because he, he got did, away with his he stuff. He did get away with stuff. But uh, he he pulled out the pool cue and he's like waving it around and mm-hmm. he throws it and the dog goes after it and he goes the other way, but the dog bites him in the butt. No, it actually bit his leg. Or I thought leg. it bit him on the butt too. Okay. So, so there's that. Um, we do another cut to, uh, Lloyd and, uh, Caroline. They're driving. Still arguing. Still arguing. Oh my gosh. The, the bickering in this movie is almost like with my empathy thing I have, I'm feeling as tense as anybody sitting in a real room with these people really arguing like this. It's just pretty tense. Yeah. And they go to the store. Mm-hmm. Possibly to pick up wine or something. Well, they're having a dinner party. They're, yeah. Their Christmas dinner party. They're expecting the mother-in-law and the brother-in-law and his family. And so Caroline, she goes into the, the store and she's in there forever. What's interesting is when she goes in, you know, Leary's not far behind her. Right. Uh, Lloyd doesn't even look up. No. Not at all. He doesn't notice anybody. Like... When this I'm is, sitting in a car waiting for somebody, I notice the people that are going in and yeah. out of the building. This is pre-cell phone, so I don't know what Lloyd was doing. There's no Pac-Man. There's no games to play on his phone. Yeah. Uh, 1993, man. Yeah. 1994. Yeah. There's no cell phones that have that kind of capacity. Oh, the yeah. iPhone was when, made in, what, 2010 when, or something? When I, I was know. writing down my notes, it'd be like, huh, wall phone. Wall phone, Yeah. <laughs> Um, Dennis Leary kidnaps Caroline. Puts a gun to her back and they get in the car. Lloyd's like, who's he? Who's he? And she's mm-hmm. like, ah, blah, blah, blah. You know, they're just arguing back and forth. And Dennis Leary, after a minute of this, he goes, I just kidnapped my effing parents. Yep. So. It was pretty funny. We cut to the cops at this point. The cops have made it to the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big house, the rich people's house that got robbed. Also, the... DNA evidence must not have been a thing yet. 
because oh, I know. He all left of all those... Murray's cigarettes are just right there in the driveway. Yeah. So we find out that <laughs> the uh, the local cops are being what? What do you call that? Out jurisdiction? Yeah, yeah. They're being told that they don't have uh, jurors. Well, those they have jurisdiction. At first they do. They do. But the the huff there gets into it with the owner. Yeah, and then the. Uh, state troopers are going to take over yeah. the case. Yeah. Um, and he gets pissed off about that. And later on, he steals the evidence tape, takes it to the the precinct, shows it to his people who were watching It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, he shows it to them. He gets called away. They want to watch, keep watching It's a Wonderful Life, and they accidentally. Uh, Record over the evidence tape. They were basically the Keystone cops in this movie. Yeah, I call these cops like I, I figure there's nothing ever happens in this town because these cops are just like the most. They're I, inept. I don't know. Yeah, they just they've never seen a, a robbery like this. They've they basically just hand out speeding tickets, maybe. And and go where you know loud noise ordinances and uh, yeah. hey turn down your radio thanks yeah. you know and everybody's <laughs> polite to them. <laughs> so we get to the house and their house is nice, right? Oh yeah, it's two story. Everything's just beautiful inside. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, she's been cooking. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. But Me- what 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 are you gonna say? Well. I have a note here about the car because I was looking at the car. Yeah. They had a tape deck. Oh, yeah. They had it was a tape before deck CDs, you know. Yeah. Um, it was so funny. Nice family like that could have afforded a CD player in their car, right? Well, I don't think. Uh, there had to have been. 94. Yeah. CDs were just starting to come out, I think. Yeah, I think so. So. God, they they must have had a. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they must have had a uh, older model. Um, they're not really rich, though. No. We find out that... I, I'm not sure what Lloyd does for he a He runs the antique store. Oh, yeah, that's right. That his mother also owns. Yeah, so he's basically... He's Working boy. for his mom. Uh, and she takes classes, and that's what yeah. she does. Um, that would be totally frustrating to me as well. So, he ties them up. Like, he asks for rope at first. Mm-hmm. He, Lloyd says, we don't yeah. have rope. But Caroline pipes in and just says, we have bungee cords. That should work, too. And so, <laughs> so they start arguing again, and he, like, he tells them to shut up. Mm-hmm. You know, I have the gun. Just shut the hell up. And, yeah, Dennis Leary's waving around this gun almost the entire movie, really. Uh, at least the yeah, first half. at least half. Yeah. Um, and he fires that gun one time at a, a smoke alarm. It's the only time the gun's been fired in the movie. Yeah. Everybody leaves. All right. It's a happy ending. Nobody dies. All right. <laughs> so he he ties them to chairs, right? Yeah. And they're still bickering and bickering and bickering. <laughs> and he's got to call Murray. He's got to find Murray. Yeah. What's the diviest dive bar in town? They both say a different word or a different place. Mm-hmm. But he and they're settles. like, how do you know that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're just like, nah, 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 nah. and I'm like, oh, I'd have stabbed him. Well, eventually he just shows him down on the floor. Yeah, he just like, like kicks takes the chairs. Him and, like, yeah. boom, they both fall on their backs. <laughs> um, but before that, 
he finds Murray. In fact, he asks for Murray over the phone to the bartender. The bartender is like, is there a Murray here? And Murray looks up and then goes back to his drink. He's like, I ain't answering nobody. <laughs> and Dennis Leary's like, all right, here, let's ask this question. Just ask this. Is there an effing waste of space named Murray here? <laughs> and he goes, okay, is there a waste of effing space named Murray here? And he goes, Gus, you're alive. <laughs> and he gets the phone. And so they have their interaction. He's supposed to get a boat. Um, yeah, that's what they decided to do is get a and, boat. And get the hell out of Dodge before curfew. Because the state, state troopers uh, made a curfew and they're doing house-to-house checks. That's bizarre. I've never seen that. Not for a cat burglar. Not for a cat burglar, no. It's usually murderers. Yeah. So, that's bizarre. Um, on this the, guy's got a lot of money. Yeah. On the radio, uh, when they were talking about it, I noticed that they said something like, and maybe the Christmas spirit will happen and he'll get away, uh, or they'll let him free after they catch him. And I'm like... No. That is the dumbest thing I have ever heard from anybody. Well, also, uh, the the sister-in-law comments, that is not the Christmas spirit. Yeah. <laughs> so. That was pretty funny, too. Yeah. Let's talk about the family that is coming. All right. So, the mother, uh, brother, sister-in-law, and two her two kids. Mm-hmm. Their two kids. Um, they're coming to have Christmas dinner at this house. It's an annual tradition, but nobody likes the food. No. And we'll talk about that in a little bit <laughs> as to why, but they're like they're like pre-eating. Yeah. So that they don't feel like they're going to starve to death while they're at the house. We'll talk about the son as well. He was mentioned earlier in the marriage counselor that he's kind of a delinquent. Yeah. He's in military school, and this is where he's, like, uh, blackmailing his principal, whatever you call him. Someone in charge. That was played by J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons is the farmer's insurance guy. He's also J. Jonah Jameson in the first three Spider-Man movies, the Tobey Maguire movies. What else is he in? He's in a lot of things. He's Detective Gordon in Batman vs. Superman, I believe. I think that's right. So... He's a really good actor. He really is. Oh, he was in um, Juno. Yeah, he was that in was Juno. That was one of my favorites of his performances. And he was the scary white guy in Oz. Yes, I've heard that. Yeah, you gotta see that show. It's <laughs> just ridiculous. Uh, they bicker so much. So much. Here we go to one of my favorite scenes. Okay. Caroline, did you say you quit smoking? Yes. Did you quit smoking? Well, no. Then you are a liar. <laughs> and then he points the gun at Fr- uh, not Frank. Lloyd. I called him Frank. Uh, points the gun at Lloyd. And uh, Lloyd, did you see that stop sign? Because <laughs> Lloyd ran a stop sign uh, while they were coming home and freaked everybody out. And he claims he didn't see it, but obviously he did. Yeah. Uh, he was probably hoping an accident would happen so yeah. that they could get away. Right. Something, maybe. May, I don't think or, he had that kind of foresight. I think he was just a- trying to kill his wife. So there's a $100,000 reward for Gus. That's a lot of money. It ends up at two hundred. dollars Yeah, it ends eventually. up at two hundred. dollars yeah. 
But if you saw what he stole, it was really expensive. It's a lot of jewelry. Yeah. So I don't know if it was expensive jewelry or not. Well, if I remember correctly, Gus was saying that this was going to be the big haul that he wasn't going to have to do robberies anymore. That's a lot of money. They're expecting their kid anytime. Mm -hmm. He called and said he had a ride. Yeah. That they didn't have to come and pick him up uh, from, I'm guessing, an airport. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it just seems like a town this small doesn't have an airport that has that kind of ability. Like, our our small town that we lived in had an airport, but you couldn't land a plane, really, anything big Not a big, big plane. There. No. Uh, and we're not sure exactly how far away the school is. It could right. have been a small private plane, too. That's true. But he doesn't want to come home. Oh, no. When Would he's, you? Not really. Not with parents like that. No. Um, have you ever met parents like that? Yes. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, you did. You knew them very well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why you wanted to hang out with them. I liked them. They they didn't argue as much in front of us. They argued all the time in front of me. Really? And I was with you then. I think I blocked it out. I know that they, they did not sleep in the same room. And there were times, yes, it was uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> so the the overarching thing with Dennis Leary and Lloyd and Caroline is that he's somehow giving them therapy. Yeah. Like this is the same as being a therapist because he would just he would just cut to the chase and mm-hmm. say, "No, you're you're a freaking liar" or "No, shut the hell up." Mhm. Stop arguing. I mean, he sprayed him with water once. He kicked him over on the chairs. He tied him to their their bed. When uh, the son gets home, he he ties his son up. It's just all these antics that happen. And really, I think the movie, that's kind of like the intro to the movie. That gets all the characters where they need to be, right? So then we have the actual scenes that I like. The dinner. The dinner. Mm-hmm. And so let's talk about this dinner. And I did not write down everything that she said that she cooked. But, it was ridiculous, like Scandinavian this and... Yeah, it was a it, traditional Scandinavian Christmas dinner. Yeah. And everything looked like hot garbage. <laughs> uh, they all had to wear these crowns. With candles. With candles, like long candles, like... Tapered candles. Yeah. Yeah. They're all lit. Yeah. Like six on their head. Yeah. Um. So they have to do that. She tells this horrifying story of why this is the best Christmas dinner, you know, whatever. It was the about the the Scandinavian woman, and they tried to burn her, and that's yeah. why they wear the the candles. It's, you know, she didn't burn, and it's like this is bizarre. Yeah, and even we, what one of them goes, "What does this have to do with Christmas?" Yeah, well, that's <laughs> yeah, that's that woman, uh, the sister in law. Sister in law. She is all into Christmas and Jesus and this and that and the, the other. And uh, I've said this for years: Christmas isn't about the birth of Christ. It just isn't. It's about getting stuff and, it's and become, giving stuff. It's and, become ex- commercialized and it's about, you know, gimme, gimme yeah. anymore. Yeah. I mean, not, not not necessarily in my family or in this group of people that I know um, does it mean greed. It means uh, being with your family and, you know, showing mm-hmm. love. But you could do that every day of the year if you really wanted to. You didn't have to wait till Christmas to do it. Um you're not tricking a deity into believing, you know, 
that this one time of year, that's when I'm good. It's just dumb. Okay, so anyway, yeah, family, I don't know where she cooked, when she cooked all this. I have no idea because from the time that she was, ki- they were kidnapped to the time that the family showed up, it was about two hours. Yeah. We never saw them cook anything. Never. We never saw anything in the kitchen that looked like it was keeping right. stuff warm. And they showed the kitchen. They showed the kitchen extensively. And all the pots and pans were hanging. Uh-huh. Because so, he knocked him over at one point. Yeah. So we're just going to say movie magic. Movie magic. <laughs> um, here's where we get a good idea of what the mother is like. And I've seen women like this mm-hmm. where they they are the ones. They are the most important person in the room. You know, Mm -hmm. they have to command everybody. If you say something wrong, you get corrected. There's a lot of admonishment. Yeah. And a lot of, it's never praise. It's always... um, Criticism. Criticisms. Yeah. it's like, why can't you be nice? And like things get out. Like Lloyd, he tells his mom about the affair and so she has to bring it up during dinner yeah um which starts the fight of all fights right and then they decide they're going to get a divorce or she decides they're going to get a divorce and props to judy davis for the scene in the kitchen where she is still got this crown that is on fire yeah and she's just moving her head every which way yeah exactly and not setting anything on fire yeah that (laughs) That looked like the most dangerous thing you could do on Christmas. Everything's flammable on Christmas. Everything's made of paper or like dried uh, thistles. Uh You know, so like no wonder people's houses burn down. (laughs) They're having Scandinavian meals. So Gus was introduced to the family as well right before, you know, all this happened, right? And he calls himself Dr. Wong. Yes. Um, And she goes, "Uh, uh, Wong, that's, and he goes, well, my mother was Chinese. And your father was not. not. <laughs> no, my mother was Irish. My father was not. <laughs> so there's all these like little, little jabby jokes. And I really like the way that the jokes were laid out in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's probably, like I said, this is a hidden gem of a Christmas movie anyway. I think so. A lot of people, this is not on their radar. No. We got the Scrooges and uh, the uh, Home Alones, the Die Hard. Christmas Story. Christmas Story. Various other movies, you know, Grinch, whatnot. But The Ref, people don't talk about The Ref. Mm-mm. And they should. People, More people should watch this movie. And I that's think... why I want this podcast to do well. Like, I want people to go, oh, maybe I should watch that movie. Next Christmas, I'm watching The Ref. Or anytime. Yeah. I think, that, though, unfortunately, this movie might have a stigma to it because of... Oh, because of Kevin Spacey? Because of Kevin Spacey. Well. Which. I really don't care. Well, like, you know. I know there's... he did some bad stuff. Mm-hmm. And I know that he's probably not going to get good jobs anymore if he gets jobs at all. Right. Um, he admitted to it. He apologized for it. Let's just move the frig on, you know? Yeah, there's there's forgiveness in there somewhere. But to boycott a movie because of a certain car- uh, a certain actor. Yeah. It may hurt them, but it also hurts every other actor and person who worked on the movie. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, it's it's a fine line. Like, you it, you can watch the movie and pretend that it's somebody different. Yeah. Or just 
I guess he's, not he's watch playing it. a character in this movie. He's not Boy Diddler uh, Kevin Space. Kevin Spacey. He's Lloyd, the uh, browbeaten husband. Yeah. Yeah. So the mother, she has to have her portrait up on the mantelpiece, mm-hmm. and she even exclaims that, "Why is my portrait not above the mantelpiece?" Right. This is her house. Yeah. She gave it to them. No, she's, no they're renting. They're it. renting. Yeah, and they give her money um, that he'll never be able to pay off. Yeah, they took a loan out for a restaurant. Yeah. And she charges them interest. Yeah. And also, there's like paintings by Chagall on the wall. Mm-hmm. And uh, Caroline hates it. And Dennis Leary's like, I hate you people. Mm-hmm. If I had something like this on my wall, I'd be very happy. I would stand and admire it. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah, he gives them a couple lessons about, you know, how good they really do have it. Yeah, and I call this, like, the 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 peak of the movie right here, right? Because mm-hmm. everybody starts fighting. Everybody, except for the kids. The kids are just, like, sitting there and enjoying the show, basically. Yeah. But uh, they bicker, they fight. Um, then everybody just gangs up on Mother. Well, uh, Jesse, their son, still is not in the room. He's been tied up upstairs. Yeah, yeah. So, he's missing this. <laughs> yeah, lucky him. One of the things that uh, Lloyd says, you know, um, we should build a cross so every time you feel, like, bad about something, or I forget what all he says. You feel slighted or something. Yeah, you can just crawl up there and nail yourself to it. Yeah, you, um, can, you can be the victim or something. Yeah. Which so, I thought that was pretty impressive to say to your mother. Yeah. So Gus, he pretty much controls this situation like he would anything else. He has them all tied up. It's kind of funny because uh, the in-laws' kids help tie up yeah, and their they, parents they and the a, grandma. They have a great time doing it, too. <laughs> uh, it's hilarious. I just wrote down that uh, before this, the mother was giving everybody clothes. Yes. Slipper socks. Slipper socks, um, uh, husky uh, underwear for husky the boy. Husky underwear for the boy, because he's a little portly. Well, she, she, she goes, I got them for you, and they're husky. Yeah, and the so, ugliest sweater for yeah, the, the granddaughter. Ugly sweaters. Um, the the parents gave the boy a Super Nintendo. Um, we saw that, and like other things. Which, I found it odd that they brought their presents for their kids here. To be honest, that's how it happened in my family. We would take all our presents and we'd, we'd watch our cousins open up their presents and we'd open up our presents and feel bad about ourselves. See, that's not how I... I it's the way it no. was. Yeah. It's like you just exchange with the family you're with. You don't open everything. Yeah. So, Dennis Leary, Gus, he wants to leave. Right? Yeah, they're starting to crack down. The curfew's happening. They're going house to house. Yeah. Um... Cops showed up at the house earlier, but they were only there to see the uh, brother. Yeah. Um, they were the dorky guys. Dumb and dumber. Dumb, mm-hmm. dumb and dumber. This movie is starting to wrap up around this time. Um, the son wants to leave with Dennis Leary, leave with Gus. Murray, he finds a boat, but it needs worked on. He goes, it'll take two or three hours. He goes, you got one. Yeah. One hour. During this whole time, though, there's a old guy in a Santa Claus outfit mm-hmm. that's been handing out fruitcake and 
everything Dennis Leary eats in this film tastes like crap, apparently. Because <laughs> he'll take a bite of something, out. he spits it out, yeah. and he's like, Bleh. you know. <laughs> he says it tastes like alum. I'm not sure what alum tastes like, but yeah. it must taste like that guy's fruit salad. <laughs> um, and he shows up to the house. Yeah, he's he's been uh, getting drunk at each house. Yeah, he's been drinking. Like, they give him a drink or two. Yeah. Um, he stayed at this one house too long, and uh, they kicked him out of the house because yeah. he was getting belligerent, and then he pees on their bushes. Uh-huh. He ends up back at Caroline and Lloyd's. Something happens. He, he said that uh, every year my wife gives you a fruitcake, and then uh, he, he said something like, you know... She feels something, and then all hell breaks loose. Yeah. You know. Um, it eventually turns out, Densler gets the, the costume he, on. He punched him. Yeah. So he's laid out. Yeah. The son, Jesse, had, they had a moment. They kind of, he, he was like, you don't want to be like me. Right. Because he was fully preparing to take the money and just leave. Because, um... J.K. Simmons' character had stopped by also. Yeah. So he w- he was getting ready to, to just run, run away. And instead, you know, Lloyd and Caroline and Jesse just decide they're going to help Gus escape. escape. You know, so yeah, they get him in the costume. They don't show yeah. us that. No. They just like take him through the backwoods and that'll get right. him to the lake. And then Lloyd and uh, Caroline are tied up. Yes. And the cops show up. The Keystone cops show yeah. up again. No, these are these weren't the Keystone. Oh, cops. these, these were, were the, the state, state cops. troopers. Okay, they show up, but they start their bickering war <laughs> against each other, and they're like, "Would you like just to come down to the station to give our statements?" And they were like, "No, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what's going on here, but no." Okay, in a real situation, they would not have left the house right unattended. They would have searched the house to make sure that... They'd have found everybody else tied exactly. up. Exactly. They, they would have searched the house. They would have also, you know, been like, okay, this is going to be four hours of statements and everything else that goes on with that. Yeah. So it's just yeah, it was movie magic again. stuff. Gus gets away. Um, yeah. Dressed as Santa Claus. Yeah, Jesse takes him. They think he's actually George. Yeah. They're like, George, you need to get home. Yeah. The curfew's <laughs> over, George. And what else happens? Um, not much, really. If you're offended by curse words, this isn't the movie for you. Nope. Unless you can find a um, edited bleep version. Yeah. But I don't think that's going to exist. Oh, they exist in like Utah, I bet. That's the end of the movie. They get escaped. Do you think that Caroline and uh, Lloyd stay together? I don't know. I'm not sure of that either. Like the the fight that they had, the the big fight through the movie that happened. Where, you know, he tells off his mother, he tells off the brother and sister, you know. They really hash out what they needed to hash out yeah. in their relationship. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that they learned anything. Yeah, I don't know if they learned anything. So, and plus, they're going to have to do all that cleanup, you know. Like, mother's still alive. Yes. You know? They're going to have to deal with her. Yeah. It's um, like, are they going to have to move now? Right. They, will he not have a job? Which means neither one of them have a job. Yeah. So it's going to be a rough going for them. It's probably not a happy, happy ending. It's happy in one sense that Gus got away. We like that character. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, what was your favorite part of the movie? There were quite a few scenes I really enjoyed in this. Yeah, me too. Um, the opening scene of dinner with those wreaths on their head. Oh, yeah. 
is one of my favorite scenes. It's a funny it's scene. It's ridiculous. I'm trying to think of my favorite part of the movie, and I think it's when, like at the end, when he's on a on the boat with Murray, mm-hmm. driving away, and he goes into one of those Dennis Leary rants where he's just talking so fast, and, mm-hmm. and, and it's increasingly violent. Yes. Um, so that was probably not my favorite part of the movie, but that's one of the enjoyable parts. Um, I think when they were first tied to the chair, we kind of got the tone of the movie. Mm-hmm. They're tied to the chair, and he sprays them yeah. with water. He's talking to Murray. Murray's, like, whining about something, and he hits the phone against the pot and pans, yeah. and they all fall down, and he, like, <laughs> looks around like, holy crap, that just happened. Um, that looked like a genuine moment to me. The part where, uh, oh, and, and and then he knocks over the chair. I think those that, that sequence of events, that was probably my favorite part of the movie because it just set the tone of the movie, and I'm like, okay, this is where we're going with this movie. Yeah. What part didn't you like about the movie? I think what I didn't like about the movie was... And it's a sequence. It's over the movie. It's overarching. Yeah. They have this really intelligent police captain over these inept Keystone-like cops. Yeah. And he's like, you're taking away the case and this is my jurisdiction. And I think I just disliked that. Yeah. It's like, why couldn't they still stay on the case? And the the really rich guy was just an a-hole. Yeah. Yeah, um, he was an a-hole. And, and I agree. Um, I didn't like the fact that the cops were so dumb. Yeah. Uh, I don't believe that many people are that dumb Not in a, in a group session. Not an entire police yeah. force. I've met people that dumb. You you get your Hitchcock and Scully. Yeah. Yeah, you know? they were like Hitchcock and Scully from yeah. 9 yeah. You get those, in, probably, but not the entire police force. Yeah. Um, so, who was your favorite character? Dennis Leary was clearly my favorite character in this movie. Yeah. Okay. I think I'd have to agree with that. I will say that I think this is one of Kevin Spacey's best performances. And, I mean, say what you will about him personally, but his acting is great. Judy Davis was awesome to watch. Yeah. Really enjoyed watching her. Even though there were times where I was like, I really wish she'd just shut up. Because she's spouting off the stupidest things I've ever heard. Right. Yeah, I, I'd have to agree with that as well. Dennis Leary was my favorite character. Who was your least favorite character? The mother. The, the mother. mother. Yeah. I don't know if... I. It's between the mother and Murray to me. Murray was this... I don't know how these two got together and they became a successful crime syndicate. Yeah, because Murray's just as inept as the cops. He's, yeah, he's terrible. So, it's between those two, and I'm going to have to, like, 50-50 that one. Because the mother is like, you have to hate her. Yeah, but I feel, I didn't feel like I disliked Murray. I I was just like, why is he with him? Right. I I just didn't like Murray at all. Let's talk about the soundtrack. Okay. There's not much in the way of music in this movie. Um, You get the opening scene, and it's, you feel Christmas. Mm -hmm. It feels just like Christmas to you. And uh, that's good. I don't really remember much of the music. The score was pretty subtle. Um, it was basic wallpaper to the movie. Yeah, I don't think um, you really needed music. Each each scene had really good scores so that you didn't pay attention to it. You The mood was there, but everything else was just fine. Mm-hmm. I'd say that's a good idea. So the soundtrack was 
it was what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a good soundtrack. It it kept you invested into the movie. So how much do you think this movie costs to make? I hate this part. I know. Forty billion. Forty million? What happened in this movie that deserves forty million dollars? <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Yeah, I'm terrible at this. Uh okay. no. Okay, let me guess again. Okay, guess again. Twenty five million. Not even in the ballpark. This movie costs eleven million to make. Really? Yeah. Now, how much do you think this movie made in the box office? Since it's not played all the time, I don't think it made. It was a blockbuster. Uh, it was definitely not a blockbuster. So, if it was eleven, like this has anything to do with it? Um, I'll say twenty million. That is a very liberal guess. It was less. It was way less. It was actually eleven point four million dollars. <gasps> no. Yeah, this movie did not make the money it it should have made. It made its money back. Wow. But it didn't make. That's a that's a, lot a of shame. Money. So when you when you only make like four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. There's not going to be a sequel. This movie didn't need a. No, sequel. No, it didn't need a sequel. Maybe a Gus and Murray sequel. You know, Gus and Murray on the road. No. No. Why? No. Gus and Murray no. going to New England, robbing banks. We need one last score. Yeah, no. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> so yeah, that, that's that's the movie. Mm-hmm. The ref. We watched it on Cinemax. It's only an hour and forty minutes long. You got time to watch that? Yeah, it wasn't bad. It's an enjoyable movie. I think it's in my top ten Christmas movies. Okay. So we are happy fun time movie hour. Um, I am Eric. Across from me is Arwen. You can follow us on Twitter at Funtime Movies One. That is Funtime Movies and the number one. You can follow us also on Facebook, and we are Happy Funtime Movie Hour on Facebook. We try and keep up with posts. We want some followers. We want some feedback. <laughs> so keep them rolling. And thank you to the people who are actually following us and sharing our stuff. We really appreciate you. Yes, absolutely. You can subscribe to us on Spotify, Mm -hmm. on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Podcasts. That's pretty much it. Yeah. SoundCloud. Um, So that's us. All right. So, yeah, follow us. Subscribe. I hope you enjoy this. We enjoy doing it. So what do we say? As closing, what do we always say? Go see a movie. Yeah, just go see a movie. And I've never seen Top Gun. <laughs>